What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Black Girl Uninterrupted. It is a weekly conversation with your favorite girlfriends designed to help you engage in healthy dialogue, self-reflection, and motivate you while navigating through a world that ain't ready for all your black girl magic. So shine, black girl shine. I am your host, Kiara Amore, and welcome back to another episode. We appreciate all the love and all the support you guys are giving to us here at Black Girl Uninterrupted. And by we, I mean me, honestly. So I want you guys to share the podcast. Let your friends know what you're listening to at Black Girl Uninterrupted. Make sure you share like and give me a review on the podcast apps i am on apple podcast stitcher anchor and soundcloud so if you are a faithful listener and i can say i have a good amount of faithful listeners every week tuning into black girl uninterrupted and i want you guys to write me comments write me things that you want me to touch on if i touched on something that you probably didn't like or you liked or you felt like you heard something that you know helped motivate you you know while navigating through your difficult world let me know give us some you know give us some insight on what you're getting here I want to know that you're engaged (laughs) honey (laughs) so y'all we about to get into episode nine and I have none other than my favorite girlfriend and not to say my other girlfriends aren't my favorite but this here is my bae this is my bae bossy bb aka britney Bowie, and britney is just one of those friends that you call when you're ready to start a business she knows her shit you understand me she is one of those friends that you just always look up to because she's done so much in so little time and started with so little and she's one of the most humblest people I have ever met. She's so supportive no matter what it is that you want to do as a friend. She's there. She she does not, you know, judge you for your choices or the things that you decide to do. I don't know anybody else, you know, who have met her. But I'm saying when you meet her understand that's going to be a life-changing experience and for the past I can say about (laughs) six years you know me and BB has been rolling tough baby (laughs) bossy BB or aka Britney Bowie leveraged her her social media status her hustle mentality and it catapulted her career as an entrepreneur in the million dollar zone okay we're talking about millionaire in your 20s what okay (laughs) bossy bb is the owner of couture connections boutique one of the largest and most successful 
boutiques in the South Florida area. She is also hosting her annual More Than a Dream workshop and networking event in South Florida in January. So make sure you go down to the show notes, click on the link in the bio. If you are an entrepreneur and you're looking for some more inspiration, click it, go to the event, support, meet other entrepreneurs, engage other entrepreneurs, see how you can help build your own book of business. And when I say this podcast, after you listen to it and after you walk away from it, your whole life will possibly change and that's what we're trying to do here (laughs) that's what we're trying to do here and I'm just really trying to get y'all into this mindset of understanding that there is life outside of the norm right and we're gonna get into entrepreneurship with bossy Brittany Bowie All right, y'all, welcome back to another episode of Black Girl Uninterrupted. In today's episode of Black Girl Sean, I got my girl, Bossy BB, a.k.a. Miss Brittany Bowie, live with me, recording a podcast, and we're talking today about entrepreneurship and how to push through um, and just experiencing those entrepreneurship woes. Um, BB, girl. Yes. What's up? What's up? What's up with you? How's how's Texas? Texas is Texas. Obviously, traffic sucks here in Houston. <laughs> the niggas is not so amazing. You know it's the same here. <laughs> the same here. Both things. The, the niggas is not that amazing. The mojitos suck. The blue Long Island suck. But you know, uh, it's amazing. Outside of that, look, outside of that, <laughs> you know, we getting this money out here, girl. Hey, we trying to. We got to. Ain't not, hey, it's no other option. We got but to. That's the only option up. we have. But what's been up with you, girl? Well, lately, I've been doing a lot of things. Um, I'm actually coming out with a planner. It'll be a two-year planner. It won't be a one-year planner where um, it'll have different things in there as far as to motivate the entrepreneur. Um, It's not like your average planner you'll go buy at the store. You know, it has different things, um, you know, for your appointments, for your, like, taxes, just different things to remind you to do. Um, the things you're supposed to do as an entrepreneur. Um, then I have a book coming out. I can't really speak a lot on that one because I'm like halfway through and I was supposed to be done already. Um, but that'll also be releasing uh, because I'm doing a networking event, which is January 13th. Um, it'll be hosted by Judy, um, the real BB Judy on Instagram. She's the one who her best friend, Supercent, um, just hit the million dollars in 90 minutes. That's a blessing. But um, I'm trying to get her to tune in also, you know, to some of the entrepreneurs just to uplift them, let them know that, you know, you ain't you don't always have to do hair. You don't always have to have a boutique. You don't always have it's different. It's different ways to make millions of dollars. And she just took an idea and she made it really creative. And like, I just want to show Miami that we can we can be bigger than that we can be bigger than oh we're just oh we're just hairstylists oh we just um we just sell clothes like not even like learning how to just unite 
So yeah. I started I started a um a group in WhatsApp for right now. I'm gonna open a Facebook group, but I kinda wanted to build my first two fifty people. Um, that'll show me, you know, who's really motivated and really trying to, you know, mingle and get to know one another. We actually have a upcoming um, meeting this Saturday. So if you're an entrepreneur in Miami and you're looking for something to do, we're meeting up at Hookaholics at eight o'clock to 10 o'clock. It's free. We're just mingling, getting to know each other, seeing how we can help each other and, 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 you know, developing a friendship and, um, yeah, that's 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 about it. <laughs> that's not just it, girl. That's just everything, <laughs> right? A book, a planner. Like I, I would I honestly understand how an entrepreneur would remember or utilize the planner so they can remember like when it's the best time to do my taxes, when I need to file for this, when do I need to issue out my employees uh, W-2s or W-4s. Like, mm-hmm. that's dope. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at you. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> you, you over there living your best entrepreneur life, though. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't always like that. Take me back to, because we go back, but everybody don't know everything. And don't give every everybody and all the listeners the juicy details that's going to be in the book, because I know this book going to be everything, honey. Yes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Hopefully the kid is in there because we had a couple wild nights. Mm. If it's a tell-all. <laughs> if it's a tell-all. I'm just saying. Not a tell-all, Kiara. You know what? <laughs> I can't. It's not a tell-all. It's actually, um, it's actually a motivational book for like entrepreneurs, letting them know um, some of the trials and tribulations I had, learning from my mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, more so, like things to help them grow a little bit more. That's amazing, girl. I'm so proud of you, Thank and I just you. love that you just taking on this entrepreneurship role and you know I've always looked up to you as just more than my friends more than my sister just somebody that just reminds me to keep pushing like even though things may not be going my way or it may not be I may not be up at the moment but to just keep pushing until my moment comes I grew up always just admired you for that but you know we're gonna say it one more time <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> I can't. I can't how you just switched it up like that. <laughs> Girl, just because, like, you just really motivate me because outside of, like, doing a podcast, like, you've been my sis for, like, a hot minute, you know? Yeah. And <laughs> I just don't have, like, everything, what it takes, you know, to be an entrepreneur because it's just, like, I was so focused on you know, just getting a job or finding, you know, finding my way or being a mom. But what is some qualities in an entrepreneur that you feel like they should have? Qualities, you got to have patience. Mm-hmm. You got to have patience. You got to know that, like, because we see people on Instagram right now, they got, they got um verification badges, they verified and um, they have nice clothes on and stuff like that. And we look at that kind of stuff and instead of pushing more so for this is your passion, this is what you love to do and the money comes, you push for money. So a lot of times 
you gotta you gotta learn that it's not all about the money. You gotta you gotta be patient. You gotta know that your time gonna come. You can't rush it. And let's see, patient. Um, it's a it's a humbling experience. You know, you do see a lot of things differently. Um, as an entrepreneur, you do take a lot of things a little bit more seriously than a person a person with a job a person with a job um you know they have a set income they have they know what they're going to make every two weeks so entrepreneur Mm -hmm. doesn't know that one week you might have a good week and then the next week might not even be enough to cover the bills so Mm -hmm. you know you just gotta you like honestly if you got patience i i think that's that's one of the the best qualities to have patient and you got you gotta want it you gotta be hungry you can't just yeah i want to do it one week and then the next week no i made enough money so i'm gonna just chill you got to be consistent oh i i think that's some really good qualities to have like being patient gotta be humble and you talked about finding your passion how do you know doing a boutique or selling clothes was like your passion or your niche? You know, some people do struggle with that. And I hear a lot about that on social media. Like, man, I wish I had a business, but I'm not good at this. Or I'm not good at that. Or I don't know what I want to do. How did you know that selling clothes, like, you know, we know the story. You know, you started out your ultimate girl. <laughs> <laughs> sure and did. We and it wasn't there. even my car. It was my boyfriend's car. You know, and like you, you, you started there, and then you went to the first boutique. Then you, you went to flea market first, right? Um, I went to a hair salon. Hair salon. It was the hair salon, and then from there, where did you go? The smaller suite that was across the hall from her hair salon. Okay. Okay. And that was above the Jamaican spot. Yep. (laughs) And that's when I moved to the spot I'm at now. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I'm trying to remember flea market, but no, that was somebody else. Anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> but how did you find your passion? Like, how did you know that was it? Like, this is it for me. To be honest with you, I didn't. I didn't find it. I, I just tried everything and it worked for me. I tried doing hair. That didn't work for me. I take my hat off to women that do hair. I can't do it. I tried to, um, I, well, I still club promote from time to time, but I tried being a club promoter. That's, it's just too time consuming for me. Like mm-hmm. you have to, it's, it's not like it takes one day out of the week, but it's like, you're there from, you're there eight hours. Like you're there from nine to five in the morning. So that's, to me, that's tiring to be you know, at a club waiting to count your money. And then it's just, it just was too much for me. So, um, I did that. I did, what else did I do? I sold shoes. I sold shoes before I sold clothes. Mm -hmm. And then. You was at Boost Mobile. You was at Boost Mobile. Mm -hmm. And that was that last thing you did before you said, bump this. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I did the shoes and then I, um, I tried to close and it worked because a lot of times when my friends had somewhere to go or whatever, I did their hair or I did 
you know, I put their outfits together and stuff like that. So it kind of was something I liked to do, but I wouldn't say it was my passion at the time. It really Mm -hmm. didn't become my passion until I started to see that I really wanted to do it. Like I started driving out of town to sell clothes. A lot of times it was crazy because people would, um, people thought that I was boosting the clothes and I'm like, no, I actually pay for these clothes. Like, so I can't give it to, you know, they're used to telling them, Oh, give me 50% off of what you're No, it don't. I can't do that. I'm buying these. So, I mean, that was, that was a little tough, but I did get a lot of different customers and that's how I went to Orlando so much. I went for the classics. I went, um, to like different Tampa, I went to different cities. So when I finally did develop a website and get a store, um, it kind of it kind of gave me. A, I had honestly, I had more online traffic when I first started out, um, and I continued to have more online traffic than I actually did locally because mm-hmm. I had already promoted to so much of Florida, and then I had already sent so much out to celebrities and stuff like that so the customers that I got it would be from out of town mm-hmm. so um yeah it was it was it, it was a time man it was a time yeah. <laughs> you touched on you know starting a style or send you know send clothes to the celebrities like I I probably was like right there when you first started you started doing loving hit you started with delicious right and then yeah. you started yep. sending stuff out to the girls from Loving Hip Hop when the Loving Hip Hop franchise started coming, you know, popular. How did you leverage your social media or your platform um, as a boutique owner or entrepreneur? How did you leverage that to start reaching out to those in, you know, in in social media fame? Um, what I did, I saw a market for it at the time. Nobody was doing it. Nobody was sending out things to people. And um, at that time, money didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't something they brought up. They didn't ask, oh, you got to pay me to promote it. They were happy to get clothes. So um, it was more so like you had to learn Well, I had to learn that nobody was really doing it. So I tried to do just, I took different angles to try to get it done. Like I went to, I went to different award shows. I went to different, um, different nightclubs. It it, it was like, I like, I really was hustling for it. Like I really was hustling to meet these people, get to know these people. And now that time has passed. I've developed a friendship with these people. So it, it became more so, um, it became more so like they came for came looking for me. Like it wasn't like, oh, I had to find them. Like it was if I did have to find them, it was easy. But like this era now, they have to pay for everything. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's just like now, just like how I found, okay, well, I can market and get to different celebrities because nobody is really doing it right now. And let's see if it works. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, they can do the same thing now, but like it's harder. It's harder for them right now. Everything costs. Everything has a price tag attached to it. It's not about networking no more. It's not about who you know. It's, that's that's irrelevant right now. It's all about getting the bag. Do you feel like that that whole phrase of 
you know, getting this bag or, you know, you gotta, you gotta pay for me to promote your thing. When those people who are social media influencers start charging for, you know, just small little promotional items and they start, start to veer off into being an entrepreneur, like selling clothes or selling hair or makeup. And they want people to support. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the same. I feel like it is, I feel like nothing in this world is free. And that's to be honest with you. But don't, you're charging me your house note for a free platform that you use. Which at the end of the day, like you said, the phrase, get the bag. I'm not mad at you for getting the bag. But I'm saying that you are an entrepreneur within yourself. And you know, like the average person doesn't even know like to make a commercial as much as they pay these reality stars they can be on tv mm. so it is is like what we see and that's kind of what we go for because you have i've had some where i'm not gonna name drop but i i sent them an email in there 4500 for one outfit one post i had some ten thousand a post that's ridiculous yeah, that's that's crazy. Now I can see bands? Yes. So you mean whole... I'm 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 paying for your whole lifestyle, sis. Like you paying for you paying for her, you giving her free clothes, number one. And then on top of that, you paying for her whole night out so she can go and buy the clothes. And then for her Giuseppe shoes, she finna put with the shoes. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like that's just ridiculous. And I feel like they need to think about that before they go into entrepreneurship themselves, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And that's why a lot of times super. they start it and they start something and they have to stop or they don't keep going because they're so used to getting that kind of money off of one post. They're not trying to go hard to make some money that they really got to try to make. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, they they don't they don't go for it. They don't want to do it anymore, and they're just like, oh, let me just post on Instagram and be cute. I'm gonna get paid anyway. Yeah, and like I I looked at you know different people pricing, and we brought up super earlier, and she's an entrepreneur, and you look at her rates to charge, and they're fairly reasonable. Like they are very reasonable. Let me let me just say that they are very reasonable, mm-hmm. and in comparison to paying 10 bands or 4500 super is giving you more people because she's a worldwide brand at this point mm-hmm. you know but then you got this little social media influencer who probably only got 10k followers that want to charge t- 10 bands or five bands or you know 2500 for one minute on a on a you know slideshow or whatever mm-hmm. but I think if they are reasonable with the prices, I'm all for it because we all have to start somewhere. Don't be mm-hmm. quick to just jump somebody of a stack or three stacks when they're just starting out. Mm-hmm. Remember, you only had 30 people as followers before. Yeah. Remember like that humbling experience you talked about. Girl, friend, look at us. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> girl, I just love talking to you because you're just my girl. You're my boo. Anywho. <laughs> I can't. I can't play with you in this um this voice you put on, like your mom. Oh my God. You know, 
<laughs> and you know, and so many people be like, Kiara, you sound like B. Simone. I was like, baby, I've been doing this forever. <laughs> I've been doing this forever. Yeah, this like, this really fits you. Oh, thank you, girl. <laughs> this girl. really fits you. Oh, thank you, friend. That means a lot. You you me. you have that you have that character for it. I don't, girl. I just would have been on here like, yeah. So, um, what would you like to talk about? <laughs> 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 nah girl I can't wait till I can start doing some of like you know low key sexy stuff I feel like just building my brand alone I have to I have to be true to myself first and then I could give people bits of me the other pieces of me you know I feel like when people are new to entrepreneurship even starting a podcast is partly entrepreneurship because you started to build your that book is entrepreneurship Oh, thank you. I, I would part. love to add that tag. <laughs> That's not part. That is entrepreneurship. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, you, you building your brand, you building your idea, you building your audience, and then when you're ready to start stepping out little by little, you can start finding your niche and you can start, you know, networking with more people. So I'm out here in Houston and it's it's happening, sis. It's happening. How, how is the weather? It's cold and I need like a boothing for sure. <laughs> it is cold here too. I can't believe it. I was it's, supposed to go out tonight but I think I'm staying in. It's 54 degrees right now and I need a teddy bear. Like I haven't had the air on in my house all day and it's chilly. <laughs> and I'm in the always, closet. Always 59 <laughs> degrees here. That's good weather, girl. You don't know what 13 feel like. No, I don't want to know. <laughs> Keep that to yourself. 13 feel good, but you need a boo thing for that. I have like mm -hmm. four four blankets on my bed right now. <laughs> no, ma'am. No, thanks. <laughs> it feels good. But like, you know, things, things are coming together. Like I said, I, I definitely think it's a humbling experience because you're starting to learn more about yourself. Just, just like we talked about. You, you learn what you made of mm -hmm. and how you can, you know, navigate your way through entrepreneurship little by little. I ain't just there yet to drop, dive off the deep end. But for those people who are tired of doing their everyday nine to five, they tired of the same monotonous routines in their life and they're ready to jump out into entrepreneurship. What advice would you give to them? The, uh, the same thing, patience, because you, you can't, I wouldn't say, the reason I wouldn't say jump off into the deep end, because you can take your time, you can have a nine to five and be working your way towards what you're doing. And then when you are, when you're almost full force, you say, Hey, all right, forget it. But don't just drop it and then say, okay, I'm about to pursue my dreams where I start no you should be started already things should be kind of in rotation and it's not it won't be necessarily you jumping off the deep end because if you jump off the deep end you got to have a couple of plans mm -hmm. because you got to know that some things are not going to work out especially when you jump out without planning planning anything out so I mean as long as as long as you have some type of plan you should be good Okay. I, I totally agree. I'm just def definitely not one of those people that be like, oh my God, 
quit my job, entrepreneur. I'm here. Exactly. It's some people that it's some people that do it and they're successful at it. And I take my hat off to them. But yeah, it's some people that you really, you really, really have to go for. It. Yeah. So you are having your annual more than a dream workshop and networking event. And it's amazing to see how it started as a small group of women getting together in pink robes, talking yeah. about entrepreneurship, <laughs> motivating each other, helping each other learn how to build a business or how to maintain your business now to being in a over 15,000 square feet you know, venue, how does that feel to see something go from, again, you know, the inside your shop to being in a whole venue where you're now having other entrepreneurs coming in and getting great information from you? How does that feel? Um, it's, it's still, to, it's right now to this moment, I still don't know how to feel about it. Because I feel like it's not something, like I tell people all the time, it's not something I went to school for. So, you know, you have a lot of people that come in to learn, and then you have a lot of people that come in to critique you, to, you know, to say, oh, you know, maybe she should have done it this way, or maybe she should have said this. or So I just feel like every time I do it, I try to become a little bit better at it. I try to um perfected a little bit more and I won't even lie and say I'm all the way there yet because I'm not um mm -hmm. it takes a lot to it takes a lot to motivate anyone one single person it takes a lot to do it so imagine trying to do it for um hundreds of people or even 50 people to sit in front of and tell them your story and try to tell them things that will motivate them and you know push them to to try and follow what they're what they're trying to do. So I, I it's to me it's still like um it's still like off for me. Yeah. <clears throat> you still like in that state of like, damn, you know, like this happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like like I said, it started, you know, very small and it's just I'm looking and you know I'm not I'm not home anymore. And I remember going to one of them and we all were sitting in a circle and I'm in a room full of entrepreneurs and I'm like, hey, y'all, yeah, I don't, I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm BB's friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm BB's you friend. You sure did stand up and say that. I ain't true. <laughs> I'm BB's friend, but, you know, I'm a recruiter, you know, and I was like, damn, like, women are like, you know, out here getting it and still people approach me like you got a car because I got some friends that need jobs. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I sure do. <laughs> you know what? I sure do. And that's a part of my entrepreneurship. And that's what I try to tell women that just because you have a nine to five or you have a job, it doesn't necessarily mean you can't stay something because it's good to have it's good to have multiple screens of income. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it won't hurt to try and at least start out small. And as you grow, you use that same money to, you know, to keep going. So that way it's not affecting, you know, your, your financials that you have coming in. So 
Uh, Ideally, how long do you think, because you always hear like entrepreneurs shouldn't take a salary for one year, you know, ideally, at what point or what's a great time frame for, you know, entrepreneurs to start saying, you know what, I can use this money um, if you're doing something that requires a lot of, you know, uh, recycling the money, putting it back into the business, putting it back into the business like clothes or hair. Mm-hmm. Ideally, what is a good time frame for an entrepreneur to say, you know what, I, I can start taking home a salary or a percentage of the profits? Mm, I would say it it kind of depends on what they're making. And then, um, like they say, a year, I think a year is good. It gives mm-hmm. you a year to really put everything into your business. And by year two, you're ready to get paid. So you're you're on top of your game. You're trying to make sure you're running things smoothly because I feel like your first year, you're still, you're a baby. You're still trying yeah. to learn. You're still trying to figure things out. So, you know, I feel like managers and everything, they start getting salaries. So why are you the employee of your business and you think that, you know, you should take out a salary? Like, wait till you, you know, you get to a higher level and then you're like, okay, well, you know, I can pay myself. Mm-hmm. So owning your own business in Miami, you know, sometimes it causes you to make some bad decisions um, when it comes to who you want to hire because you're from Miami. You obviously have friends. They may need a job. Uh, what is your advice to hiring friends for? <laughs> and you know what? I'm just so proud of myself that I stayed away. Like, I know you needed help. And I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to apply. This my I friend. Have, I have lost. Um, a lot of friendships behind hiring um, friends. Um, some of the friendships I got back, some of them like we probably would never talk to each other again. But um, I think what I had to understand no, I can't do it or no, I can't ask a friend because it's not even more so that you're not going to I won't say that you won't bump heads because you do. You do that with a regular employee if you hire that you don't know. Mm-hmm. But it's just that when it's a friend, we both feel entitled. And that sense of entitlement, it, it shouldn't exist at a workplace because it's, it's like you might feel that I spoke to you out of turn. And mm-hmm. then you might speak to me out of turn instead of coming to me and saying, hey, you know, I feel like when you spoke to me earlier, I didn't like the way you said this. So I didn't like the way you did that. And it's never, I've, I've always preached for us to do that. Like, listen, we're grown. Let's sit yeah. down. Let's be able to talk. Any team meetings I've had, I think you've even probably been in a team meeting with me. Yeah. And I, I tell them like, listen, <laughs> if you have a problem, say something. Like, I don't want it to linger. Like, I don't want us to be enemies you see me more than you see your family members so I want Mm -hmm. us to have an understanding but I also want us to understand that this is work so a lot of times it wasn't even more so that they were lacking at work because I'm not gonna lie the people that I've had work for me some of them have been awesome like that I've had as friends but it was that factor of them maybe feeling like I was their boss and mm-hmm. 
still and still trying to keep a friendship and then it could have been vice versa for me like okay this is my friend and I kind of don't want to tell her what to do but I kind of got to so yeah it's and then it's like you know they might not do what I want them to do and they I'm like damn this my friend wouldn't my friend want to you know see my business succeed so it's just it it comes with a lot of mixed emotions and a lot of mixed feelings so that's why I would say just kind of stay away from it unless you and that person develop a a complete understanding and y'all completely understand each other and y'all can talk everything out like adults go for it but if you can't leave it alone let's talk about boundaries with friends that's that are employees and we experience this because you know we would go out and you know even though those your friends they still your you know they're still your employees or whatever we going out to the strip club blah 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 blah. we doing our thing right (laughs) is there any good times what (laughs) good fucking times you said listen i will go through facebook right now and i would just start scrolling god damn them with some good times (laughs) good fucking times and i mean drunk good times sober good times no matter whenever we got together it was always a good situation right so when you have friends that may be your employees are there new like um boundaries that you felt like you should have said or you needed to say or what should a person do in that situation should they set boundaries are they no longer allowed to invite their friends out because they're gonna cross some lines uh, i mean your friend is your friend your friend know you yeah so i wouldn't say i mean it has to be boundaries but i feel like if that's what y'all was doing before then, I mean, her coming now is not going to stop it, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, when it becomes an issue when she's saying, oh, yeah, I'm late for work because we went out last night. Yeah, that's the issue. Yeah. So, it has to be something to where she understands, like, listen, we hanging out, but baby, you still got work tomorrow. Ain't no excuses. <laughs> you know, don't have too many drinks. You have, If you have two and they get you drunk, you got to get one tonight. So, Baby. You know, y'all just got <laughs> y'all just kind of have an understanding, and I mean, I feel like, it, but it, it does have to be some some boundaries. Like, it is gonna be boundaries, gonna because because it's gonna be certain things that you're not gonna tell that friend anymore. Yeah, yeah, because you don't want them to, you know, be do what employees do. Yeah, and it might and it might be about them. Yeah. Ooh, child. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Memories. <laughs> let's, let's get off the memory lane, please, because I was about to take it there. <laughs> crazy. Girl, okay. I am so crazy, girl. <laughs> so, right now, the More Than a Dream uh, workshop and networking event uh, is is getting together entrepreneurs in the South Florida area. Mm -hmm. How how important is it for entrepreneurs in South Florida to get together? Together, together. Like, literally together, all caps, all bold letters. Because 
we know in Miami, it's not a lot of that, us getting together and working together. How important is it going forward? Because you see Super and Judy, they're going out and they're patronizing the small businesses on Saturdays, you know, and they're only purchasing from small businesses. How important is that for us to start helping the dollars circulate in our small businesses in South Florida? It's so crazy. Um, over the last over the last two weeks, I have met almost new a hundred almost a hundred new entrepreneurs that I never knew existed, that I never knew were around people I never knew that braided people I never knew that you know did hair people I never knew that um sold candles um I met I met <laughs> a woman she she's a um she's a tutor she's a publisher like just different stuff that I didn't I didn't kind of Think existed. Yeah, because to have even access of. So yeah, it's like it's crazy that we don't know these people exist. That's why I created the the Miami United um group, which is on WhatsApp, because it's so many people in there. And if you tune into the group, um, the link is actually in my bio um on my Instagram page. If you tune in, you'll see them asking different questions on how they can help each other and somebody is pointing them in the right direction or sending them their information or saying, Hey, I do it. And it's like so many people have linked up and done different things together. And it's just like, we didn't know these people existed. Like we're looking for graphic designers. We got graphic designers in a group. We have photographers in a group. We have different people in a group that is biggest, you know, all these other photographers and stuff like that, but they have the same quality work and not to say, not to, you know, not to down talk anybody who's successful or anybody who's already at that point where they don't really need the clients. Not to, it's no disrespect to them, but mm -hmm. you have people out here that's really, they really getting it. They really trying to hustle to get yes. their clients. So um, I feel like that group, that group was really important to start because it, it it really shows that it's so many people out here doing different stuff. Yes, that's amazing. So we're going to close out, and I got two final questions for you. Um, what do you say to people that always feel like the market is saturated for whatever it is that they're trying to do? Oh, so many boutiques. Everybody does hair. Everybody doing, you know, um, non-invasive lipo you know <laughs> you know it's so many things that people everybody giving facials everybody waxing what do you say to that person that always feel like their market is saturated or it's overflowing with people that's doing the same things that they want to do what would you say to that person um i would say first of all you have to be different it doesn't matter what you do it don't matter if you come out with um, something that never existed. You always have to be different because somebody can always come behind you and do the same thing. That's with anything. We feel like it's a lot of hairstylists. It's a lot of boutiques and, you know, it's a lot of different people starting makeup lines. But look at Rihanna. Look look at Super Scent. 
Yeah, like Super. she wasn't a makeup artist. She wasn't somebody that was into makeup. She got into it. She found a creative way to do it. She, you know, she made the vision all about crayons, and it was dope as hell. And that's and people brought it, and it was good. It was a good quality. So, it, it's like you just have to. And look how many, look how much makeup artists and makeup companies are out. Yes. So it's it's just like you have to find something different. You have to make it different. It's so many people that does the same thing, but you can't look at that. Is it? It's Walmart. Is is a Win Dixie? Is Publix? Like they all doing their own thing. Like you just gotta do your own thing, and that's what people don't understand. Like if you're gonna be a hairstylist, okay, the average hairstylist, you go to their salon, you gotta wait, you gotta wait an extra hour on the appointment be the hairstylist that's gonna be on time be the mm-hmm. hairstylist that's gonna give cook good customer service be the mm-hmm. hairstylist that's gonna um serve wine and water you make people want to come back you make an experience so that way that you know what i'm going to bb to get my hair done because i already know i can sit there and i can relax like yeah. so you just you can do the same thing everybody's doing the same thing but you Ooh. see some people succeed at it and you see some people like, oh, okay, well, no, nah, I tried it and it ain't work. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's just not for you. But I would say, I would say, give it a shot. You got to try it in, or- in order to know if it's going to work or not. Ooh, sister, you just driving all these gems. <laughs> I can't take. I cannot take. Last question. And I think a lot of people would like to know we already know what's next, you know, as far as your your um, new ventures and the planner and, you know, the book, which is uh, it's going to be amazing. I already know, sis. I already know. Motivation is here. <laughs> 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 but what is next for, for Brittany? What is next for Brittany? What is Brittany looking forward to? Um, in the next future, and I got one more follow up question after that. So, what are you looking towards okay. the next couple of years? Mm, well, right now, I have about five different things I'm working on. I have um, my denim line, I have my um, I'm sorry, my mind is just all over the place. I have my denim line. I have my vintage line. I have my smoking sesame, which is the hookahs and um, the cigars. And I'm going to come out with everything for smokers. Um, that's a market somebody is not touching. So, girl, you know, I got to get on top of it. Yeah. I have I have my my get your biz connected. That's basically um, what the more than just a dream is about so i'm trying mm-hmm. to merge the two because what i want to happen is eventually in these networks i want to build a membership um so just like you can go sign up to be a member at AAA with AAA and yeah. you can get um a certain amount of tolls or discounts here and there i want to be that for a business so mm-hmm. i've tied in i've tied in people who have tow trucks i've tied in people who are accountants i've tied in people who are lawyers so now if you call us and you say hey I'm a small business and you list those three things that you need we can send you to those people now what you can try to do you what what people always try to do you can try to reach out to those people and um and say hey 
you know what, we don't want to be a member for them no more, but we still want you as, um, you know, to represent us or whatever. Your price is going to be different because you're no longer a member for us. So it's Ooh. more so, it, like, girl, like, listen, when I tell you my mind be everywhere, girl. <laughs> Bitch, you better be innovative. Girl. <laughs> Better be innovative with your black girls. Listen, you call you call our you call our hotline. I'm speaking this into existence. You call our hotline, you say, Hey, you know what? I'm broke down on side of such and such such. Okay, let us sing your toe out. You get a free amount of toes or like just different things like that makes Mm. we like we have different meetings, we have different events. It's it's more so like um what what's the what's the people that like masons like like they say it's like a brotherhood like it's more so like yeah and i want more men to join and then yes i have one more thing coming out um with kids a lot of people don't growing up we never knew how to manage money we never were taught how to how to budget how to spend what to spend on what made what made sense to spend money on we never learned that. So what I what I'm developing is um, my niece and um, one of my sister's friends' daughters. She's gonna be. They're gonna be the face of the company, and they're gonna basically teach kids how to balance, um, how to get their own debit card, um, just learn how to just learn how to uh, to to manage money. A little bit better to learn finances to work on credit um so it's just like girl i'm just i'm doing a lot i'm doing a lot i like. love it <laughs> oh girl like i said you better be innovative i'm speaking it in it listen i'm speaking it into existence 2000 2020 i need to be a billionaire honey we need to be we need to be in the the 20 bedroom houses baby Yes, I need to call y'all and say, listen, you. it's a girls' weekend. Come hang out. I'm flying <laughs> y'all out. Come hang out. <laughs> Girl, I'm trying to get flued out. I look, yeah, I got to get put out. myself. I love it. I love it. We're trying to get flued out. <laughs> Last question. I feel like I, I've been waiting to ask, ask this question like the whole podcast. <laughs> what would you tell? your beginner entrepreneur if you knew what you knew now what would you tell your beginner entrepreneur self um man i felt like i was a hustler in the beginning um (laughs) my beginner self i would tell maybe maybe to slow down a little bit Mm. maybe to slow down a little bit I felt like I felt like I was moving. I was moving fast. Like I said, I was everywhere. Like I was out. I was trying to sell clothes in the daytime, trying to sell clothes in the nighttime. So I felt like I was really, I really was like hustling. So I don't, I don't know what I would tell my, my, like my beginner self. I don't know. Cause I think in, in the beginning, I think I was really, I was focused. I was, motivated. I was on it. Like it was, it. I didn't, I didn't really have interruptions in the beginning. You would tell your beginner self to stay focused. Stay focused. Stay task. Don't let the haters get to you. Yes. 
Yes, girl. I love it. Y'all, did we really get Bossy BB on Black Girl Uninterrupted as our first Black Girl Shine winner? Oh my gosh, and giving us free game? I just love it. My girl just dropped so many gems tonight. Entrepreneurs, make sure you connect with Bossy BB on all forms of social media. Her social media handles will be in the show notes. Also, make sure you follow me on social media, KiaraAmore.bgu, and also Black, Black Girl Uninterrupted Podcast on Instagram as well. Make sure you like, share, comment, and rate the podcast on Apple, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and featured anchor app (laughs) y'all it has been a pleasure being back for another episode make sure you add me to your thursday morning commute as you hear my voice on the airwaves coming through your speakers live honey also i just want to end the show on one note speaking of entrepreneurship there is nothing like the calling god has on your life there is nothing more important than listening to that call if there is something God is putting inside of you or on your mind or it's it's in your dreams and you can't seem to sleep at night because you haven't reached that goal or you haven't started entertaining the ideas of entrepreneurship or even if you're in a job and you have another product or idea that or process that you want to bring forth all of that showcases entrepreneurial qualities you always want to let your light shine if there's a calling god has has given you act on it there is no reason why you can't do what you really want to do Maybe you up at night and it's keeping you up because you starting to think, well, maybe I can do this. Maybe I just might be great at that. That's a good thing to have. And it's an amazing feeling to have people that you can connect with. People in South Florida, if you're looking for a group of entrepreneurs to connect with, I have also provided all of the connecting information for the entrepreneurs group. Bossy BB started. Make sure you get involved. Network, mingle. It's about connecting, building your own book of business, building your contacts, building together as a group, as a race, as a community. That's how we co- we help circulate the dollars in our own community. Shout out to those entrepreneurs that's already advocating for Small Business Saturdays. That's fighting for small business laws to change. Shout out to y'all. I give y'all 110% hats down. I wouldn't be able to do it. But in the near future... Hopefully, I can. And there's something God has put on my life as well. But every day when I go out to work or I come home, I put 
an hour, two hours, maybe even three into the things that I said I want in the future. Now, you have to dedicate yourself to this. You have to commit and you have to be consistent. In order for you to reach those goals that you're looking to reach or dive into entrepreneurship, do your homework, be ready, stay focused, be committed, be patient. I love y'all.